All right, this is big news today because uh, Madison Bumgarner is on the disabled list. A bruised ribs and uh, grade one or two left shoulder AC sprain uh, during a dirt bike incident. How about this? They can't be thrilled. A dirt bike incident on the day off. Whoa. They got to be nuts. Ron Darling's with us now. Ron, can you imagine how upset they are? As a matter of fact, that is, I would gather that's probably a violation, right? You can't be riding a dirt bike, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's uh, written in there as a dirt bike, but there's so many things that you couldn't do in the contracts when I played, Mike, and that was skiing and water skiing and doing any of those kind of things. So I'm sure it falls under that, whether they'll uh, do anything about it. They won't. Bumgarner, no, you but, wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't because you don't want to anger them. But the bottom line is yeah. what a hit to your season. They started off badly to begin with. Now they lose him to a grade one left shoulder AC sprain and bruised ribs from a dirt bike accident. Yeah, and you know, and you know Mike, uh, it's, um, and you usually don't call, uh, say this about Madison Bumgarner, but it's selfish, you know. Um, everybody wants to have fun and do a lot of uh, great things. Um, luckily, as a baseball player, you're done at 35. You'll have plenty of time to do all those things. Absolutely. All right. You can catch Ron, of course, in the booth tonight on uh, picks, and then again tomorrow, 4 o'clock. The Mets this weekend are 7 o'clock tonight on picks, uh, tomorrow at 4, and then Sunday night's an ESPN game at 8 o'clock. Uh, and the Mets catching the Nationals at exactly the wrong time. And, Ron, let me give you the lineup in case you didn't hear it yet, because I have yeah. it. Conforto in left, Ligaris in center, Bruce at first, Walker at second, Grandison in right, Reyes at short, Rivera catching, Rivera at third. That's TJ who's up. And Harvey catches for DeGrom, who's got a stiff neck. DeGrom will catch tomorrow. Uh, they put Duda and Flores on the DL. We don't know about Cespedes yet. Uh, and Cabrera is out of the lineup day-to-day. So right now the Mets have been, and Deneau's day-to-day, so they have been crippled in the last couple of days. They're not playing well. They're not hitting. They're not fielding. And they're just getting familiar back. And now they have been beset by injuries. So they are crawling into the National Series. Yeah, they really are, Mike. I mean, if you add Wright and Matt and Lugo, who are not playing. And then, like you said, uh, Flores with the infection is me, uh, Duda with the elbow, Cabrera and Cespedes with hammies, the ground with the neck. And Darno, uh, incidentally, came out to throw, and he was going to be in the starting lineup tonight, but he could not throw the baseball, and that's why Rene Rivera is catching Harvey tonight. Unbelievable. So they are just absolutely hit with, and now it's time, let's be honest, Reyes and Grandison are batting back-to-back in this lineup, and now they can't wait anymore for these guys. It's now yeah. they have to produce. We've all waited for them. Everyone knows their baseball cards. Everyone knows they've done it a million years, but you know what? The Mets need them right now. You know, uh, you make a great point, Mike. I think what happens a lot of times is, Ball players will tell themselves it's only April. I'll get it going, this or that. But sometimes there are circumstances that happen that make it more important that you get it going. And I think both Reyes and Granderson have to see that. Um, this is a team that, other than the starting lineup and the bullpen, I really have no one on the bench. You're going to have to beat them with the nine or ten guys that they're going to have out there tonight. And um, luck, not luckily, but the Dusty Baker um, chose to go with his Greg Popovich lineup because they played a late game in Atlanta last night. So he kept Trey Turner, who came off the deal, off the out of the lineup. Ryan Zimmerman, who's hitting great, out of the lineup. Jason Worth, 
who's been hitting well, uh, is out of the lineup. Wow. Too. Uh, so uh, um, Jose Lobaton is doing the catching and not Matt Weaver. So, so he, threw uh, him, he, threw him, he, threw easy, he threw him an easy lineup in game one, but he's got him on the bench <laughs> anyway. But And they've been hitting. I mean, Zimmerman's been hitting. Obviously, Harper, Murphy, these guys have been hitting too. So they've been doing it. Now, they're, they're struggling in the pen. And now Familia's coming back for the Mets. First question, Ron. Uh, yeah. Familia. How long should they throw him right in the fire? Should you wait? I mean, do you have to give him X number of innings? What? How do you think they handle Familia? I, I think you should throw him right into the fire, Mike. And the reason I say that is twofold. I think one is that he hasn't had a traditional spring training. I think he's got to go out there and, and, and work. And then second, I, I think, Mike, you know, when you go through uh, something that his family has gone through, um, you know, the suspension, all of that kind of stuff, I think sometimes – the only solace you can find when, when you've messed up is between the white lines. So I, I think it's just a, a perfect time for just to get him out there. And uh, let's not let's face it. I mean, the bullpen has not uh, been strong. He's the strongest part of that bullpen, so it's time to use him. And the bullpen gets uh, just incrementally better as soon as he gets back because obviously everybody slots back into their regular spots and everybody is in their regular place, and it just makes everything stronger. Yeah, it it really does. And, uh, you know, I mean, 99 saves. No, sorry, 94 saves the last couple of years. Um, You know, he's been great. Now, his postseason stuff has not been great. He'll have more opportunities, hopefully, to, to better that. But, um, you know, in season, I, I don't think the Mets have had uh, uh, many closers better. No, I think he's done a good job. And obviously, they need Reed to have the same year uh, he had last year. I mean, he did have a, as for me, had a wonderful year last year. Let's touch on uh, Harvey for a second. Yeah. Um, what have you seen? Now, the numbers, they're good. You know, 18 innings, the whip's under one. Uh, he has. I think pitched more than thrown. He hasn't tried to blow everybody away, even though he's still getting strikeouts. What have you seen from him so far? Well, I think you're spot on, Mike. I think that he is pitching, not throwing. I think a lot of the season last year when he would give up runs, he wanted to kind of power his way through it. And I think what uh, has happened coming off this surgery anyways is that I think watching him, uh, the maturity and the patience that he shows out there has been better than I've ever seen him in a Mets uniform. Now, the stuff, um, is it what it was in 2013? No, it's a step back from that. Uh, but he's just coming off surgery, so I would think that would get better as the weather gets warmer. But I don't think you can have one unkind word to say about what Harvey's done. You know, he started spring training slow. He got better as spring training went along, and then he's been fantastic in these first three starts. I, I want to um, uh, let you know that DeGrom yesterday came to the ballpark, tried to throw, he had a bad neck, Oh, then, so he was hurt. Uh, yeah, so he was feeling bad yesterday. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was he was feeling bad yesterday. So they let Harvey know, don't throw anymore. Be ready for tomorrow. Gotcha. And if the Grom can't go tomorrow, Gil Martin, who who's been put on the roster, will go. All right. So there's even a chance the Grom might not be able to go. I didn't realize it happened the day before. So now we learn that about the Grom. Uh, Harvey's on his regular throw day tonight. Let's touch on Reyes for a second. You've watched Jose forever. Yeah. Um, he still looks good physically. We know that. He, you know, he's still sinewy. He still looks quick. He still looks like he always looked. But he's obviously going through a lot off the field. Do you think it's yeah. off the field, or do you think life's catching up to him at 33? Well, you know, it's interesting, Mike. Uh, you know, it's really hard to comment on anyone's uh, personal stuff at home. But I do. I will say, um, when I was going through a divorce in '89, I will say that it was uh, it was uh, heaven to take off that weighted vest when I got to the ballpark 
and uh, and just play baseball. So it's all different personalities. For me, it was great just to be at the ballpark and just do what I did and then deal with all the other stuff um, after or before the game, all that kind of stuff. But I think, um, you know, it, it's got to be affecting him a little bit. It, would, it wouldn't be human if it hasn't. As far as his physical shape, you know, Mike, at the end of my career, I was in the best physical shape. I was in better physical shape at 35 than I was at 25, but I couldn't get anybody out. And the only thing that really, uh, you know, alarms me about Jose is that, you know, Mike, he has not been really the same player the last three and plus seasons. So, you know, I think if, if the Mets are waiting for Jose 2006 to come back, he's not coming back. That's that, not player is, I agree. that player is, is gone forever. I agree with that. And, um, you know, but, you know, is he a, a, a 150 hitter? Of course he's not. Um, but I, I, I think that, you know, for him, uh, what he's got to try to do is be able to separate all the stuff, and I'm not talking about only the stuff off the field, also separate, you know, hitting, uh, you know, being over and batting 150 or whatever he's batting, um, be able to separate all that and, and say to himself in a mature way, hey, the season starts tonight, got a lot of guys hurt, I'm back at my shortstop position, uh, let's start to make it happen. I and mean, uh, if he can do that, maybe he can help the team. He should still be the, listen, the 330 Jose is gone, we understand that, the 20 yeah. triple guy is gone, but you know, there's no reason he couldn't be 30 doubles, 10 homers, and 270 like he's been the last couple of years. I mean, that's the player he should be now, you know? he should. Yeah, I, that's the player we were expecting. Yeah, I agree. And, and also, you know, a little better defense. I think his defense has been a little shaky. Now, it's hard for me to judge infielders um, during April because of the weather is so cold, but also the Mets have been through some brutal bullpen games where it's like Terrible. pitcher after pitcher Terrible. after pitcher. Terrible. And you've got infielders standing on their heels. And they have played in brutal weather, too. I don't want to make excuses for them, but they caught yeah. the worst weather. Their games have, they haven't had a nice weather game at home yet, I don't think. You know, that, their weather's been yeah. awful. Yeah, it's a threat of rain and cold. Uh, every night is kind of the forecast every night at home. Yeah, but, the, well, this, um, yeah it's, been, it's been bad. And, and clearly, let's be honest, this team hasn't played well. I mean, up and down, you know, Bruce has had a great start. You know, until last night's home, Walker hadn't done anything. This team has not fielded well. It hasn't pitched well out of the bullpen. It's pitched well out of starting for the most part. And it, and Cespedes has hit his home runs. And Bruce has been terrific. But otherwise, these guys haven't played well. You know, uh, Mike, what's interesting, uh, um, and you're right, uh, they have not fielded well. I think they've been a step uh, behind in their defense, especially in the infield, to tell you the truth. And then when I look at their offense, and I know that, you know, they, they're telling you they're going to live and die by the home run. And I think that, um, you know, they've got the kind of lineup when it's in there and it's a hot summer day and the ball's flying. Uh, yeah, certainly uh, they're going to be a real threat. But, you know, the April games count too, and the ball's not traveling right now. And um, it's a shame that, you know, other than getting home runs the last two nights, Walker's three-run home run, and, of course, the two-by Bruce the night before, uh, there's really uh, scantily any offense. And uh, that's a shame because, uh, to me, Mike, when I watch that kind of offense, it's boring unless they're they're hitting home runs because there's, there's no guys running, there's no first to third, there's no pushing a guy ahead, there's no getting him over, there's none of that little kind of a baseball that, I don't know, maybe we're just nostalgic and, and guys like well, that. Well, they just don't. Listen, i got to be honest. On the infield, yeah. Reyes, Cabrera, Walker don't look as good defensively as they did last year. I mean, they just yeah. don't. They, last year, they made more plays than they're making this year, and I, I understand Bruce is not a first baseman, but you know, and you always get caught with a couple of plays. Plus, Syndergaard was his own worst enemy last night. He didn't cover the bag, you know, which yeah. you know. Yeah. He didn't cover the bag, and Conforto bailed him out a couple of times last night, too, with some catches. Well, I think the big thing that's lost in, in 
uh, Noah not covering the, the bag and, and some other things is that Noah got hit really hard he last did. night. He did. Yeah, Conforto made when a couple of big plays, it. yeah. Yeah, so he was hit really hard, and uh, that's something that we haven't seen yet this year. No, we haven't. But Grandison, we've been through this a million times, and I always expect him, and I know he's a slow starter, but it's time for him now to, to rev it up, too. I mean, he has not looked good at the plate. He's hit the ball hard sometimes, and he hasn't gotten any luck yet, but what I don't like is I haven't seen him, even when he's hit it on the screws, he hasn't hit it out of the park yet, which I which he usually does. You know, that's a, that's a good call. There's been, what, a half dozen uh, times that he's hit the ball that you think is on the screws, and it's a high, long drive to left field, and it stays in the ballpark, and you kind of scratch your head. Yep. What happened there, but I'm sure it has more to do with the weather. But I, to me, I said it last night, I think Cespedes is just a little off. You know, he's getting his base hits, he's walking, but he's just a little off right now. Uh, now, Bruce has done a very nice job here. Let me ask you overall, what's your overall gut feeling? You very worried about the team as they open up these two series in, in 10 days against the Nationals, or are you not that worried about the team? I'm not worried about the team. I think once the summer comes and they start hitting the ball out of the ballpark and they start throwing those – Talented guys out there every fifth day. I think they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to be a team that uh, uh, wins series after series. I think that that's the kind of talent they have on this team. The thing that does concern me, though, is that they don't have a lot of depth. So if they have these kind of uh, injuries, uh, probably most teams are like this also. But if they uh, lose a little bit of their depth, we saw a lot of the guys uh, uh, from AAA, and um, you know they're not really really ready to play now. Rosario and Dominic Smith. You expect them to be here next year, but then they're not quite ready yet. So that would be the issue is that if you had what they're going through right now for an extended period of time. Let me ask you this. I know if it were me, if I were Rosario or Dominic Smith, I'm watching that New York box score every day, and I'm thinking about when do I get the call to get up there. I'm thinking, I'm telling my manager in that in, in that AAA room, hey, you know what? Tell him I'm ready. Tell him I'm ready to come. I'm mm-hmm. I'm ready to help. I'm sure. I mean, that, I know that would be me, but you know, and I even if I didn't think it, I'd still say it. So the bottom line is, um, do you think those guys think they're ready, or do you think they realize they need more seasoning? I, I think that there isn't a ball player ever born, Mike, who doesn't think he's ready at all times to get the call from the major leagues. Uh, I, I think that what it does do, though, if you're Rosario or Smith, is that every night that you suit up for the 51s in Las Vegas, um, you might be concentrating 10-plus uh, instead of 9.5 or whatever because you want to make sure that you're at the top of your game right. and, and and make them. So those uh, reports going back up. every night show them that these guys are taking, not going to cover off the ball. Every night, the yeah. reports. And if you look, both of them are hitting really high right now. I know everyone hits in Vegas anyway, but the point is, yeah. these guys are hitting the other day, 367, 390. So these guys are hitting. Yeah, and, and, and you're right. Uh, Las Vegas has uh, some kind of inflated numbers, but still. Um, early, out of the gate, uh, they're doing exactly what the, the Mets might need. Is that some people to, you know, Rosario and Smith are not the kind of guys that are going to hit the ball to the ballpark, but you might need some more guys who uh, put the ball in play. How about the Nationals? You know, the National bullpen. Now, the Nationals are winning and the Mets aren't, especially since they've won four games in a row, but the National bullpen has been a mess. Well, they have. They, they decided to go with Blake Trinan out of spring training as the closer. He's already... Um, uh, not the closer anymore. Uh, Sean Kelly, the ex-Yank with the good slider, um, he's been uh, made their closer now. they got a kid, Cody, Cody Glover, is probably the next guy in line uh, uh, as soon as he's ready. Um, they've got some good arms out there, but you know their problem was is that they've spent the last two off-seasons trying to get every single good free agent. 
Uh, they've been spurned. Uh, uh, Chapman didn't want to go there. Melanson, who was with them last year, ended up going to San Francisco. So they tried to uh, fix that bullpen, but uh, but no one wanted to come. So, um, you know, that that is really their Achilles heel. They might have to get Robinson the from the White Sox because you know, he can pitch, and, they, and he's, he's probably available. So I, I would think he might be the guy they might wind up with, you know? You, you know, uh, Mike, I think they tried to get him this winter, but after they got rid of Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez for Adam Eaton, they don't have that much left in the farm system to maybe go get Robertson, but uh, Robertson is a the guy they covet. Uh, well, that would be that would make sense. So you're not that, but the bottom line is you're not yet that worried about the Mets. You think they'll be okay, even though they're running into this series here, and they could, if they have a bad ten days here, they could be quite a ways behind on Nationals here. Yeah, uh, you know you can you cannot win a division in April, but you certainly can lose it. Um, I'm not I'm not concerned because I watched them last year, Mike, the last two months when. It looked like they didn't have enough people to even come close to getting in the postseason, and they did it. So they've got a lot of character in that clubhouse. I think that will uh, that will hold them steady here um, in in April. Uh, the 32 straight games out of the uh, out of April against the NL East uh, is something that uh, you know is, is unique. I've never seen that before. But um, I, I have confidence that these guys will will tread water until they until their A game comes. Let me touch on a couple of these pitches. You do the, uh, the you do all of Major League Baseball, obviously in in your work. Sale is off to a good start. He's had three straight games of uh, double digit strikeouts for the Red Sox. You knew he'd be a good fit there, but he is blowing people away right now. So he's f- kind of found a home in Boston. Well, without uh, Price, uh, who's on the shelf with the elbow, I mean, where would they be without Chris Sale? You know, he's one of the special talents in all of baseball, and if uh, Price gets healthy, although he hasn't been great or not even close to great in the postseason, uh, Porcello and Price and Sale is pretty good for a Red Sox team that's loaded with a lot of young talent. And, you know, I didn't realize this. You know, someone called me about this, Amir Garrett. I didn't realize he had played at St. John's years ago. I didn't realize that, like, before he went back to play baseball. This guy's off to a great start. I mean, they say he throws the ball through the wall. You know, I've watched him a couple times on tape now and once on television. Um, he's got four pitches, Mike. Um, it's also interesting to watch a, a left-hander like Amir is uh, throwing from, you know, as tall as he is. And uh, someone had a good quote the other day. It said that he averaged uh, 6.2 points at St. John's yeah. per game. He's averaged over seven strikeouts per game. So more strikeouts than points. When he was with yeah, St. I don't John. remember him. You know, someone said to me, do you remember this guy from St. I said, I don't remember him. I really didn't. You know, St. John's hasn't been good in recent years. I haven't. Yeah. Now, the Mets are going to see Scherzer, and Scherzer's off to his typical start. Too. They're going to see him Sunday night. He's off to his typical start. Well, you know, when, when um, I'm asked all the time if the Mets should give these young pitchers the money and this or that, I always say the same thing. So, you know, Max Scherzer, look at his back of his baseball card. There's a reason why he got $200 million or whatever he got of the pitch for the Washington Nationals. Every year, it's 15 to 20. Uh, ERA's around two, 250 strikeouts, uh, and doesn't miss a start. And out of spring training, uh, he had a finger issue. A lot of people thought he might not be able to uh, make the call, but of course he has, and uh, he's won a couple of starts, and uh, he's well on uh, his way to another Scherzer year. He's a, um, it's hard to uh, downplay or be unheralded when you're a two-time Cy Young Award winner, but everyone gets their props before him, but he's a heck of a pitcher. You know, the one thing I noticed, though, Ronnie, is that the Cub pitchers last year who were all all season at the top of the charts in the pitching stats, they're not there this year. You know that? You notice all those starters who had great years last year, they're all not there right now this year. You know, it's funny. I was watching Hendricks pitch the other night. Hendricks, every time I watched him last year, he 
seven innings, no runs, you know, four or five hits. And uh, he got beat up a little bit in yep. the last game I watched him. And it's been the same for, for Lackey, and, and, and Lester hasn't been perfect. So, listen, it was a perfect season for the Cubs. Everything went uh, just about uh, the way as planned. And, um, you know, I, I, would, I would be um, – most teams that I've played on have never had those two seasons in a row where everything goes well. But they have so much talent, I'm sure – you know, they're going to be fine. But uh, it would be hard to match the numbers their pitching staff put up last year. Do you think Syndergaard has now, I know last night he got hit, but still that's the yeah. first time he got hit. Do you think Syndergaard has now taken his place where the Mets thought he would before this season among the guys that you would say are the first-name guys you're going to mention in the major leagues with Kurt, right behind Kershaw as one yeah. of the top couple of pitchers in baseball? Yeah, they're, they're, if there's five guys on their list, uh, uh, Mike, he makes every single list. And moving up uh, quickly, um, he's just uh, you know um, when I judge pitchers, very few, uh, uh, but occasionally come out and they grade in the top five. And I'm talking about of all the baseball with their stuff. Pedro Martinez in his prime had the best fastball, one of the best breaking balls, and the best changeup in all of baseball. And I think that um, uh, Noah's getting there. Of course, he throws harder than anyone else. Probably has one of the best sliders and changeup too. And the control. And the control. The control is unbelievable. To to not walk anybody is unbelievable. Yeah, to have no walks and 30 strikeouts. I I mean, I can't even imagine uh, being able to do that. I mean, can uh, you realize the guy guy has pitched 26 innings? He has not walked a batter. I mean, I I don't. He he definitely is. uh, What do they used to say uh, about Nicholas? He plays a game I'm not uh, familiar with. Uh, He pitches sometimes. In a way that I'm not familiar with. Thirty strikeouts, no walks. <laughs> it's unbelievable when you think about yeah. it. Only thirty to one so far in strikeouts to walk ratio. Amazing. Thanks, Ron, very much. Appreciate it. As uh, always. Thanks, Mike. Thank always. you. Ron Darling, back after this.